Welcome to Kiss and Tel Aviv, where we put the love in Tel Aviv. I'm your host, Margo, and this is Tel Aviv's first and only dating, sex, and relationships podcast. Welcome back to this week's episode in which we're going to break down why your dating life sucks. Sounds fun, right? But don't worry, I'm going to be giving you some tips on how you can fix it, okay? I've set some immaculate fall vibes right now for recording. I record these episodes in my apartment and because it is still 80 degrees, it's almost November, I have to fake fall. I have to fake autumn. There's currently a fake fireplace on my television. I've got my Bath and Body Works fall candles that I brought back from America in August (laughs) lit. I'm sipping on my Gush Etzion Nachal Haperim red wine. Guys, you need to try this wine. It's so good. If you are a red wine lover and you love a deep red, definitely, definitely check this one out. Go pick yourself up a bottle of it. It's so good. Mm. L'chaim. Check out Wine on the Vine on Instagram at Wine on the Vine. If you are a wine lover and you love Israeli wine in particular, I highly recommend you check them out. That's what I'm sipping on. Got immaculate fall bi- vibes going. Good vibes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm so sick of fucking talking about this guy, but I, I won't stop. <laughs> Motherfucking Kanye West. Um, yeah, it's a glass of wine is needed after what that motherfucker has been putting the world through. Um we have a new Taylor Swift album, which I'm so excited about. And I feel like I should do a whole episode on love lessons and lyrics and all the things we can learn from that album. It's just amazing. I think that would be quite niche. I don't know how many people would listen to that, like in my audience at least. Maybe they would. Maybe we should try it. Do you want to hear that? I don't know. But yeah, just waiting for fall. I'm not going to get it. I'm waiting for, I'm going to wait forever. But with that said, let's just jump right into the motherfucking episode, shall we? Okay. Now, the title is Here's Why Your Dating Life Sucks and How to Fix It. And I'm going to address both men and women because I think we each have our own unique set of challenges when it comes to dating. And I think people's dating lives suck based on the experiences that they're having. And I think that those are unique to each individual. Um, Also, like if... I just want to preface this by saying like I date men and so this is from that perspective but I would love to hear from my queer listeners what you think reasons are why dating is difficult in in your lives and I know I speak to a lot of my friends who are LGBTQ and there's a lot of things to be said about that. And I don't want to over speak on anyone or excuse me, I don't want to speak over anyone or speak about things that I don't know because I'm not living that experience. So just wanted to put that out there. Um, I'm talking about from from my my perspective, which is um, unfortunately dating dudes. (laughs) Um, Some of these challenges, though, play out for both genders. And I think there's a lot that is generational that each that everybody experiences no matter what you are what you are no matter who you are or or who you date or any any of that or where you live or any of that so 
I'm going to say this, and usually I, I get laughed at when I say this, but dating is supposed to be fun. Dating is fun. I'll get, in, I'll get more into a story about that later on in the episode, but dating is supposed to be fun, and it, and it is. And it, and it can be. And if you want to have a fun and fulfilling dating life, keep listening. Because we're going to break down why your current dating life might suck. And these are broad reasons. And, and I also just want to say, I've lived a lot of these experiences too. I'm not just here trying to point the finger and say you suck and here's what to do about it from, from a pedestal, you know? I'm not looking down on anyone and saying that you are responsible for all of, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not trying to be a total fucking asshole. And the reason that I know about these things is because I've lived them too. So the things I'm saying are from experience. Let's get right into it. Dudes, let's talk. Let's talk about why, why dudes have a hard time. Again, I'm not a dude, but I date them. <laughs> and from a woman's perspective, and I think a lot of the women listening to this can, can probably agree with a lot of these statements. So let's get into why for guys, dating might be a little difficult because it's not just, I think some of the times we think like men have the pick of the litter and they have it so easy and they can just like, they have all this privilege and power and they can just do whatever they want. No, 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 no. And a lot of that is true. But there is a current trend, the rise of lonely single men. And I am going to do an entire episode on that because I think that it's too much to do in just, in just this episode. But a lot of single men are experiencing loneliness more than ever before. And there's a couple of reasons why that. And there's a, before that, and there's a couple of reasons why their dating life suck. Competition is fierce. It is. Um, there's a statistic that upwards of 62% of dating app users are men. So women have a lot of options. I wouldn't really say a lot of them are good because I've seen your guys' profiles. Your profile probably kind of sucks. If you're a dude listening to this and you're on the dating apps, your profile probably needs work. And if you want to know how to fix that, I have an entire episode on that. Scroll back in my episodes. It's dating apps, do's and don'ts. I even think I have a, an episode where we talk exclusively about how to set up your profile. So go look back on that. In fact, I know your profile probably sucks because I'm, again, I see how little effort guys are putting in. Zero fucking effort. They're like, I've said this before, they're like well-fed tigers. They're like tigers at the zoo. And they don't really have to like hunt for their food. A steak just shows up and there they are with little to no effort. And a lot of that has to do with what we'll get into with why dating lives are difficult for women, but men put so fucking little effort in. And for a lot of women, it's just not enough. Relationship standard, standard, relationship standards have changed. And women no longer need to enter into relationships for financial security. You know, it's not 1950 anymore. And to be honest, men haven't exactly caught up to that. Even young millennial dudes have not 
you know, and, and younger generations like still haven't caught up to that. There's a huge relationship skills gap that if guys don't address, it's likely going to lead to fewer dating opportunities and longer periods of them being single. That skills gap has to change. And the problem for men is that emotional connection is the lifeblood of healthy long-term love and relationships. And it requires skills that families are still not consistently teaching young boys. They just don't, they're just not learning it. They're learning a lot of other really fucked up things about relationships and sex and manhood and masculinity, but they're not learning emotional connection and empathy and consent for God's sake. Let's start there. But I am going to do an entire episode on this, so stay tuned. Um, but yeah, Ooh. I also personally think, and I don't just personally think this, it's, it's shown. Many, many studies have shown. Porn is a huge factor in unhappiness in dating and relationships, especially for men. And many, many studies have found that watching porn is actually linked to lower relationship satisfaction. And a lot of times it happens because even if a guy's not in a relationship, it just creates this, first of all, why would you need to go out and hunt for food? In this case, you know, intimacy and sexual relationships with women when you can just turn on Pornhub and watch, you know, whatever the hell your freaky ass mind wants to see. I'm not here to say that you shouldn't be able to watch explicit adult content on the internet. I'm not some kind of Puritan. <clears throat> But I do think that a lot of men rely so much on porn for their sexual satisfaction and it shows. I've talked about this again in the, um, I've talked about this before in the porn episode. Again, go back and listen to that one. Um, but I think it's a huge factor. I mean, why go out and spend money on a real life woman when you can just stay in and jerk off to Pornhub and order Walt. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you do actually end up with a real woman, you don't know what the fuck to do because you've been watching this version of sex that is completely unrealistic through your fucking screen every single night before you go to bed while you jerk off. It's really fucking pathetic. I'm sorry. Like... Take a break from that shit. I guarantee you, and this is why like a lot of dudes do no fap November. We're coming up on November where they don't watch porn or jerk off for an entire month. And so many dudes see that like they're more clear headed. I'm not saying you shouldn't jerk off, but like try to do it without porn. Like try to strengthen your ability to think of sexual fantasies without having to scroll through 10 pages of Pornhub until you find some sick version of like, I don't know what the fuck stepsister gets railed by next door neighbors, stepdad incest, fucking teen whole aggression, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like try that, just try that and see if it makes an impact on your mental clarity so that you can approach your dating life with like a little bit more, stamina and strength and I'm not even talking sexually I'm just saying like it might might make a difference and I know I said like I will tell you guys how to fix it men go to fucking therapy 
Go to therapy. Women want emotionally available, mature men. I mentioned that skill gap before. Therapy is a wonderful way to reconnect with yourself, figure out what you actually want and the toxic patterns that may be leading to some of the dissatisfaction in your lives. This is what women want. That's why guys are so surprised when like, you know, women are like, Harry Styles is so hot. It's because we see this archetype of an emotionally available man who's in tune with his feminine side and his masculine side and it seems we don't actually know Harry Styles but we're attracted to the the sort of portrait of him that we see where he's singing about things in a very sexy way but he also brings emotion into it meanwhile guys are watching like Captain America and Thor and all this like aggressive versions of masculinity in in media and they think well that's what bitches want it's like no we a lot of us really just want like a fucking sweet guy who understands like emotional connection i'm not talking like the nice guy we'll talk about the nice guy trope in a different episode but just like go to fucking therapy fix your issues you know oh by the way if you guys hear in the background my five-month-old puppy, he's currently slurping water. Say hi to Junior, guys. All right, he finished drinking his water. I'm back. But yeah, therapy. Therapy is key, really, for fuck's sake. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the ladies because obviously I'm a woman. I can speak on most of these issues from experience. And again, I mentioned at the top of the episode, people are always really shocked when I say this, but... It shouldn't be that crazy to say that dating is fun. I was out the other night with a a group of women celebrating a friend's birthday. And they were all beautiful, amazing, gorgeous women. Totally just like amazing. And we started talking about dating and I felt like so it was just painful to hear like and, and this happens all the time when I bring up dating, especially here in Tel Aviv with with women. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's the worst thing ever. It sucks. These guys are terrible. And all, I hear it all the time. And I completely understand. Based on the stuff that I just mentioned before about guys, like there is shit out there. And I'm not here to gaslight you guys and make you feel like your, inv- your feelings are invalid. Like it, it can be like there can be experiences that are absolutely terrible but I've said this before if it sucks so much why do you keep doing it why are you still participating in it now aside from the human need for social inclusion and connection with another human being I know why at least for women why we continue to participate in dating when it doesn't serve us I'm not saying you should never date. Hear me out. I'm just saying if you're currently experiencing a phase or a wave or a pattern of dissatisfaction when when you think about dating and, w- and when you date, you need to take a fucking break. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Right? Like if you were wearing a really uncomfortable pair of shoes, change the fucking shoes. Put on something more comfortable for a little bit, you know? 
But unfortunately, we're told that our proximity to and our relationships with men are the most important thing we can achieve. And I say this all the time. And here's what happens when we internalize that. Because we're told these messages from such a young age. I mean, look at the toys that we get as little girls. Baby dolls and kitchen sets and Barbie dream houses and Ken dolls. Like, you know, we're taught from such a young age. And also the way that parents project fucking bullshit on their little kids like oh like to a little boy a boy and a girl be playing at the playground like oh i think they're gonna get married someday oh my god they're in love it's a love story ew that's a fucking kid he just shit in his diaper he's not in love with her like stop what if your kid is queer like die it's so lame or like future little heartbreaker (laughs) (laughs) gross but (laughs) we're internalizing these messages from a very very young age and it's all around us and we carry it a lot through our lives and what it here's what happens okay when we internalize that we settle for shitty men we go on way 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 too many dates with with shitty guys, with fuckboys, with dudes we're not attracted to because we're taught that A, that that's what we deserve if it's a fuckboy who's treating us like crap or B, like if it's a dude that's like below, you know, like out of our league, it's kind of like, well, at least I'm with a guy if even for a moment. And it's a place, it comes from a place of desperation and fear. And for women, the real reason why dating your dating life might suck is because you keep trying to force it because you're operating from a place of fear. What happens when you operate from a place of fear? You don't set boundaries. You keep hanging around with losers and fuckboys. You refuse to take a break from your dating life because you have FOMO and you think that like dating is a numbers game. And if I'm not out there, I'm going to lose out on my chance. Do you really think that the man of your dreams is going to pass you up and that you're not going to connect with that person because you chose to stay in one night and not drink and not go out to the bars and and hang out and, and stay in and journal and, and do something that's good for you? Do you re- If you really think that you're going to miss out on the man of your dreams because of that, you are absolutely operating from a place of fear and you really need to reevaluate your approach to dating and your mindset around dating. If that's what you think, you're operating from a place of fear. I can tell you this because I've been there. I used to think that I always needed to be dating six, seven, eight, nine, ten million, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen guys at a time. It made me feel like, oh my god, I'm so, look at all these guys and a roster and this. And sometimes I do like to have that. It's great to have options. I love having a roster. But sometimes it's just like gorging on shit because you are afraid that you're never going to eat another meal again, <laughs> and that if you stop the options are going to dwindle and you're going to starve to death. That's not how it works. That is a fear mindset. That is a la- that is a mindset of lack. And that's probably why your dating life sucks. You're I'm sorry to say this. I'm I'm sorry to say this, but you're you're desperate to be in a relationship. And people can smell that from a mile away. It's true. Desperation is the strongest scent you can wear. And some of y'all are dousing yourselves in that like it's fucking Chanel number five before you go out on dates and people can smell it. 
All up and down Dizengoff, baby. <laughs> so that's why operating from that fear place is really dangerous. You're afraid of ending up alone. Newsflash, you already are alone. And I know that might sound really scary to hear. If you're afraid of ending up alone, you're already alone. But you know what? That's also really liberating. You're on your own, kid. Always have been. My Swifty fans, you know what that means. You're already alone. So what if, instead of being alone and desperate and sad and scared, you took this time when you're on your own before you get into a relationship to work on those things, to do a fucking detox. Take a fucking break, babe. You are never going to meet a guy if you're operating from that fear place. So that's how you fix it. Stop putting guys and relationships on a pedestal. Stop making a relationship your end goal. Because you can get a relationship anytime you want. You can. It's, it's not that impressive to just like get a guy. What's impressive is when you enter into a relationship as a whole human being and you continue to work on and nurture that relationship because you're a strong person who took the time and gave yourself the space to look at your fears, understand them, forgive yourself, give yourself that, that psychological hug and, and fix that stuff. That's what's impressive. That's an impressive relationship. That's when you go, damn, nice. Because you can always get a fucking guy. They are not hard to get. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Also, maybe that's why your dating life sucks because you're because you think that like guys are like difficult to get. Girl, please. The secret to being a hot girl is simply believing that you are one. So don't let insecurity get in the way. Guys will literally like. No, don't. They're they're fucking so getting a guy is not hard is what I'm trying to say. Literally, it's just like. <laughs> but. Stop living from this fear place. Go out and get a hobby. Live your fucking life. Fill your life with things. Things get a lot more interesting when you live for yourself. Take that time during the detox and ask yourself, why are you so attached to the idea of a relationship in the first place? Why is it that you need things to work out so desperately? Like, what is it about having a boyfriend that you think is going to make your life better? What is it that having a boyfriend in your head is going to solve or improve? Is it that you're going to have a date to weddings? Well, if you live in Israel, you won't because you don't get a plus one to Israeli weddings. So you, there you go. Already problem solved, fixed. Is it so you can take those cute little couples, couples photos? Cute little couples photos. You can go a little pumpkin patch. Take a little photo. Well, good, uh, another problem solved. We don't have those in Israel. <laughs> so um, fuck a pumpkin patch there. Problem solved. See, I'm fixing everything for you. You're welcome. 
Is it because you're worried about what your parents are going to say or what society's going to say about you? Baby girl, you got one fucking life to live. You better stop living it for other people and start living for yourself. I swear when that happens, you wow, your dating life is going to get so much better. And even if you go on shitty dates, you're going to be like, eh, that's okay. That guy was a piece of shit. Thank you. Next. You're not going to internalize it so much. You're not going to be like, oh, my God, like, ah, uh, this piece of shit. And you're not, not going to hang on to that disgusting feeling. You'll be able to, like, laugh at it. I promise you when you look at those monsters under the bed, when you pull out that dirty, nasty, slime-covered rock out from the bottom of your emotional pond, it will make such a difference. And then you'll actually be able to date for fun. That's when dating becomes fun. That's for me when I made that change, when I made that switch, my dating life became fun again. And if I ended up on a shitty date, I don't fucking take it personally anymore. It's not me. He's a loser. It's, it's not going to work out. Or or if it's neutral and we just don't like each other, I'm not saying, oh my God, he doesn't like me. I'm doing something wrong. No, move on. You can date for fun. You can date on your terms. You can date when you want. And then that way, periods where you take a little bit of a break will actually be relaxing instead of filled with FOMO. What's the first weird in FOMO? The F is for fear. Fear of missing out. If you are constantly in this like dating, 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 I have to date, I have to be out there. It's a numbers game. You're operating from a fear-based place, babe. And I promise you, you will never attract the right partner from that fear. You never will. You'll attract a partner. You'll attract a guy, but he'll fucking suck. Same goes for guys. Like, you know, this is one of those issues I mentioned at the top of the episode that impacts everybody. You'll attract a partner. They're, they're just going to suck. So do that detox. Do that work. Stop operating from a fear base. I promise you that will help so much. And I think each gender, guys and girl, gr- I hate saying girls when I'm talking about grown women. I think it's infantilizing. Women, women and men, we all have that fear. I think for men, it's like that fear of not being able to perform in bed, not being able to provide, not being able to meet that masculine standard. And for women, it's that fear of like ending up alone or not finding a guy or, you know, fear that my biological clock is ticking and all that shit. You know, we all have it. We're all human. And just remember that you you don't have anything to be afraid of. It's supposed to be fun. Be lighthearted and enjoyable. And even when you go on a shitty date, it's like all good. Just like whatever. Fuck that guy, you know? Block him. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. Make sure to give this podcast a review, rate it. It really helps me out. And I will be back with more episodes of Kiss and Tel Aviv coming up soon. We'll probably next do the episode about the rise and uh, the rise of single lonely men. So be sure and stay tuned for that one. Follow me over on Instagram and TikTok. My at is Margot Explains It All. 
fuck Kanye West. And with that, I will see you little hookers, whores, prostitutes, and sluts on the next episode of Kiss and Tel Aviv. Thanks for listening. Bye. Mwah. <laughs>